0: This is Black and Gold Rush, the podcast where we talk about all angles of New Orleans Saints football. I'm your host, Rachel Jones, and I've been a Saints fan all my life, so I know just how much this team means to our city, both as a former reporter and from my season ticket in Section 257. Whether it's breaking down game tape or telling an inspiring off-the-field story, I'm here for it because the Saints bring us together let's get going. What's going on, Houdat Nation? Welcome back to Black and Gold Rush. I'm so happy to have you here as we kick off our six-part series featuring each member of the Saints 2021 draft class. We're beginning, of course, with Houston defensive end Peyton Turner. Now this pick had some critics raising their eyebrows, even saying the Saints reached with the 28th overall pick, but today's guest covered Peyton Turner throughout his career with the Cougars and is prepared to put the doubters to rest. A Houston grad himself, he is Cougars veteran radio broadcaster Jeremy Branham. Jeremy knows Houston sports inside and out. So he's perfect to give us insight on Peyton Turner, the person, and Peyton Turner, the player. For instance, did you know that Peyton Turner also played basketball and baseball in addition to football? Jeremy said Turner can thrive in different defensive schemes on the field. He had to play both 4-3 and 3-4 at Houston under different coaching staffs. Jeremy called him a unique defensive lineman who can defend the run And get after the quarterback with a burst of quickness. And don't worry, we ask Jeremy in the random round an area Turner can improve upon. So we're giving you the full picture. And one more thing before we get to the interview. For the next three weeks, I'm going to be dropping two episodes a week. One on Monday and one on Friday. I hope you enjoy them as we peel back the curtain on these six players, the saints drafted here in 2021, really getting to know who they are, what they're going to bring to the Hudat nation, both skills on the field and personalities off of it. And remember, you can always let me know what you think. Feel free to send me a DM on Twitter or Instagram at Rachel W 504. Or of course you can always leave a review on the podcast. If you listen on Apple or, Or just tell a fellow Saints fan, it would mean so much to me. All right, without further ado, let's get to know Peyton Turner with Houston's own Jeremy Branham. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here today.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, Saints fans, myself included, are are eager to hear about Peyton Turner and what he'll add to the Saints defensive line, but also what kind of person he's going to be because we love it when players become part of the city of New Orleans. And you've been, we talked before, recording you've been the radio guy for the university of houston for 15 years so you know that the cougars well so let's go back to the draft weekend and give us a glimpse of the atmosphere around houston leading up to the draft knowing that peyton turner's life was going to be changed forever
1: yeah, I think there was pretty good buzz uh, about, you know, the Houston Cougars when it, came, when it came to the draft, especially Peyton Turner. Many were thought that he'd be the highest one picked. And eventually, of course, he wouldn't be the highest one picked. Um, so there was, you know, the week in the the buildup to the NFL draft was was fun trying to get, you know, kind of read reports, see who's doing what, who's going where, uh, look at all the mock drafts. So it's, it's kind of like an anxious moment. The, the few days that you that lead up to that first round. And, you know, I'll be honest, I don't think many people thought that Peyton Turner would go in the first round. Um, I think the first time that I really caught wind that he might go in the first round was uh, Thursday morning It was, you know, the morning of the first round. I saw a tweet about it saying, don't be surprised if Peyton Turner sneaks into the, you know, the last part of the first round. And even when you're seeing reports like that, you're like, okay, maybe, maybe there's a chance, but there's also probably a pretty good chance that maybe he does it. Um, So his stock uh, has, has been, it was roaring up before the start of the draft um, You know, I think when the season ended was probably considered like a third, fourth rounder. And then when people started to, to watch more film on him and, and look at all his pro day stuff is when his stock really started climbing. So then it was OK. Now now he'll be a day two pick. OK, now he'll be a second rounder. And then uh, by by the time the draft came around, there was whispers of maybe he will go late first round. So I think there was some some anxious moments and some excited moments. OK, will he go? Uh, late in the first round, so it was really cool to to hear his name called. And I know that uh, you know being in Houston, New Orleans is not that far away. And no. like like you mentioned, the you know pretty passionate fan base. I've always liked Drew Brees. I've always liked the Saints. So it's a it's a really cool place that uh, Peyton Turner you know ends up.
0: Absolutely. And I'm right here in Lake Charles, Louisiana, which is even closer to to Houston, just two hours away. Uh, So you were talking about the buzz around Peyton Turner. And we should mention that Houston had three players drafted throughout the NFL draft. Marquez Stevenson, who y'all call speedy, right? Uh, went to Buffalo. Yeah, and yeah. Then, speedy. Yeah, and then Grant Stewart was this year's Mister Irrelevant. Went to Tampa Bay, so we'll could be seeing him in the NFC South. So we'll track that. But when Peyton Turner started rising, how seriously were y'all were y'all taking that? Could he be a night one pick? I mean, Houston leads the AAC in first rounders in the past five years, but that's big for, for the Cougars to have a first yeah. round pick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Houston's been a, a spot where it seems like they do get a first rounder every so often, you know, Peyton Turner sneaking in there this year at Oliver, uh, a few years ago to the Buffalo bills is a first round draft pick. You've had uh, DJ Hayden. If you want to go back a little bit, William Jackson, who was a first rounder. So it seems like the, the first rounders come on the defensive side of the ball. Right. Um, but I'm not as, you know, in tune with it as maybe the coaches are, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they were talking to some scouts from around the NFL. Maybe they had a pretty, a pretty good sense that he would be drafted late first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rely a lot more on, you know, what I read on the internet. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't think he was going to be a first rounder, uh, to be honest with you. And the first yeah. time I caught wind of that was Thursday morning, that it was possible that he could go, but I thought he was a solid second rounder watching mm-hmm. him play throughout the season. I thought that I thought he was, he has a first round grade. If you want to say that, I don't want mm-hmm. I don't want to speak out of turn and say That I viewed him as a second round pick, uh, more projected based on what I saw, based on the mock drafts and things like that. But watching him play, I knew he was going to be a good pro. You know, he's got the size, uh, he's got the athleticism, he does everything that NFL teams want. So it wasn't a matter of can he play in the league or would he go in the first? To me, it was just find him a good spot, good landing spot where, you know, the coaches will you know, put him in a spot to excel and succeed. And now that he is a first rounder, really, the Saints have no choice, right? Because you have to protect yeah. your investment. So I'm really excited for him. He's a kid that that deserves everything he gets. He's a hard worker. And uh, I'm really excited for Peyton Turner.
0: Absolutely. Sean Payton said that Peyton Turner has a lot of traits that the Saints value, and I couldn't help but notice how he never removed his smile from his face in that draft interview after he was chosen. So give us a sense, Jeremy, after covering him at Houston, of where that enthusiasm comes from and what kind of intangibles he's going to bring to the NFL.
1: I think he just loves playing the game. You know, there's a lot of players who I don't think love playing the game. They're just really good at it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a way for them to make a lot of money, a lot of earnings over the course of their career. You know, you mentioned that smile. Like This is something that you know, means a lot to him. It's something that he's worked very hard for, especially over the last couple of years. So uh, he, uh, to me, that's the biggest intangible is how much he, he really enjoys playing. And, you know, there was times this season when when the Cougars, in the last two seasons, when, when Houston, you know, had some games that they didn't have the best record, where, you know, he was out there playing hurt, playing banged up, where he maybe didn't have to play. But, you know, he did it for the, his teammates. He did it because he, he enjoys to play. Um, so that's probably to me, the, the biggest intangible, the, the, the biggest it factor, if, if you look at his personality and his characteristics off the field. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would, I would think that, uh, that's the, the, saints are getting a good one.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I love to hear that, how he works so hard. He does it for his teammates and taking that love for the game from the college to the professional level. is just, it's just so huge. And just hearing you talk about that and highlight that is just so, so encouraging. And Saints fans, I think, and some analysts were were surprised by the pick with the rumors swirling that they were going to try to maybe target another defensive area, possibly cornerback. But defensive line is an area that the Saints lost some talent at in free agency. Peyton Turner is going to have a chance to to contribute, and and we're going to talk about where you see him fitting in. Is it on the edge or is is it a defensive tackle? Because he's got experience at both spots. But uh, before we completely get off the off the field. Uh, I was reading Houston coach Dana Holgerson's interview that he gave with the local media, and he mentioned how Peyton Turner has played baseball and basketball as well. So that hand-eye coordination uh, could be yet another asset that he brings. Very important as well, huh, Jeremy?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a totally different tangent there because I'm a I'm a huge advocate of playing multiple sports. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of specializing whenever you're a kid. Uh, I think that, you know, playing other sports like basketball in Peyton Turner's case where he played basketball in high school. He played baseball too, but he lettered in basketball. Um, you know, those are things that kind of help you. They, they kind of—I um, I don't know what it is—but they make you a little bit more versatile, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you're just kind of a, a one-sport player, that you, to me sometimes you, you're you're a little robotic. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. Like I, I can't tell you the answer, but to me, you just become a better athlete if you're playing multiple sports growing up. You know, that it it trains other muscles, it trains other reflexes, other bursts of speed, things like that. Uh, you mentioned the hand-eye coordination, which is very much a baseball thing. That has to help as a football player too, right? Especially in the trenches, whenever you're battling the hands of the guys that are trying to block you. So look, I think that there's so many different skills in sports and whenever you're growing up, you're maturing and you're growing into who you are, uh, that I think it's very important uh, to play multiple sports. So yeah, I think that that's something that could help Peyton Turner in his professional career.
0: Definitely, definitely. So yeah, I wanted to touch on that before we transition into talking about Peyton Turner on the football field. So we saw him for five games as a senior. But what I found interesting was how Dana Holgerson said he really couldn't say if he's a better pass rusher or run defender that he's good at both. So Jeremy, tell us about why.
1: I think his size, first and foremost, I think his size is probably one of the reasons that he's so good defending the run because you know, you always hear the, the term run stuffers, right? You want somebody mm-hmm. who takes up a lot of space. And when you're 6'6, 270, you're going to take up a lot of space, but he's also really long. You know, he's got a big wing, uh, wingspan. So not only is he big, but he covers a lot of ground, left arm to right arm wingspan, that whole, you know, that whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's also got a burst of quickness that, that allows him to be, you know, someone who can get into the backfield. Uh, there was some highlights that I saw of him after he was drafted and I saw him live but whenever you watch the highlights of him later you're kind of reminded of you know wow that's some really good athleticism or uh, he was going up I forget the team he was going up against but there was a quarterback who was very athletic very quick tried to juke Peyton Turner in the backfield and didn't happen you know it Turner happened. was able to wow. swallow him up and bring him down so I think when it comes to to the ability of Turner Stopping the run, it's because he's so big. He's got he's huge, and the wingspan's so big. But he's also quick side to side, where he can cover a lot of ground in a short span of time. And then getting to the quarterback also has to do with his strength. You know, he's, he has the ability to bull rush an offensive lineman. But then he's also got good speed. You know, he can get to the quarterback pretty fast. So you know, he is he is a kind of a, a I guess a unique defensive lineman in the sense that you know, he has the attributes and the the skills to to be very good on uh, both aspects of the offensive game, whether it's defending the run or getting after the quarterback.
0: Absolutely right. Mentioning the run stuffing ability and his ability to, to bull rush the quarterback, Ryan Nielsen and Sean Payton are gonna, are gonna (laughs) have a weapon on their hands to weave into their defensive line for sure. So we talked, uh, how he has played edge the past two seasons at Houston. So tell us about how he made that transition and explain where you think he may be able to excel for the saints because the saints lost Trey Hendrickson, but also Sheldon Rankins and Malcolm, Malcolm Brown, who played inside. So they could plug him in at a number of different positions, Jeremy.
1: Yeah, I'm curious. I haven't seen enough of the Saints to know if they're a 3-4 or 4-3 defense because, you know, Turner's done both.
0: Yeah, they play a lot of 4-2-5. So, yeah, four down.
1: Okay, so four down linemen, which is good because um, the first two years of Peyton Turner's career, he was in a 3-4. And then Mm -hmm. whenever Holgerson came in, he kind of changed it to a 4-2-5. You know, it was kind of 4-3 base, but they ran a lot of 4-2-5 out of it, and he excelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that defense once holgerson came here and brought in a defensive coordinator that was going to do things that holgerson wanted to do on that side of the football so uh, it sounds to me like he's going to the saints which run a very similar type of defense that the houston cougars do i think he's i think he's fast enough to play the end of a four-3 i think he could be a good three four end i also think he could be a good four3 end uh, as far as playing inside maybe you can play him inside like on pass rushing situations wherever it's like third and long and you know the other team's going to pass the football you stick him in the inside with his size and he Get out, he can get after the quarterback there. I, I would think that he's going to play the edge of a 4-3 uh, with the capability of perhaps moving inside on pass rushing downs. Um, but who knows? You know, like you he, like he said, that what Hogerson said in that quote is that he's big enough to stop the run, and he's good enough against the run to stop it from the inside. Uh, but I think you're limiting his athleticism a little bit when you do that because he is pretty quick. He is pretty fast. He's a good athlete. So I, I think he's going to be more of an edge guy with the ability to move in on pass rushing situations.
0: Awesome. This is just incredible insight. And the reaction Mm -hmm. on draft night was, was surprised. But I think as more time went on and fans watched tape of Peyton Turner, they were like, okay, I think we actually like this guy. He's, we're, we're excited yeah. about him. And especially when they when they saw what a dedicated, what a hardworking person he is, like we talked about as well. We're excited to, to get to know him, to welcome him. So before we get into our final segment, what, what is your message to Saints fans who may still have lingering doubts about him?
1: yeah uh, you know it's not even really a message to Saints fans when it when you talk about that perspective it's more to the average NFL fan whenever yeah. we consume the NFL draft because what are you doing as you lead up to the NFL draft? You're starting to look at mock drafts. You're starting to look at the players around the spot that you're supposed to pick. And you start falling in love with maybe a big name that you watch, have one big college game. And you're like, oh, yeah, I want this guy because he played at you know, LSU. Or I want this guy because he ran for 230 yards in whatever bowl game. Um, but these coaches don't care about that. These coaches are, are looking at players that you know have put the, the best stuff on tape. Uh, that also are projecting what the player is going to look like in their system, and that's one thing I would add about Peyton Turner too is that his best football is far is far from him. Like he's it it's still in it, it's still very much in his future. He's still getting far better. Uh, if you look at the development that he took in the four years he was at the University of Houston, I mean, it is a rising stock. It's an upward trajectory. Um, so his his best football is still in front of him, and I, I think he's going to get a lot better. And you, you see what he did the last two years when he moved to more of that, you know, four down lineman defense, where he's is where he really took off. And I'm really excited to see him reach that potential. And he's somebody that worked so hard that I, I you know I, I believe he's going to. So I think that's kind of more. the the, the view that I take it when you ask me that question is that I think, I think the way we view drafts is kind of flawed because we flaw we fall into love for these players based on mock drafts. And these guys are just kind of, you know, putting names on a pad, whereas they're not the ones breaking down the film. They're not the ones breaking down the tape. Uh, They're not the ones who run an organization that knows what type of player they need for, you know, specific types of things. So I, I, I think that you shouldn't just fall in love with the mock draft. And I know that Peyton Turner wasn't mocked to go in the first round, but he's, New Orleans is getting a heck of a football player. He's going to he's gonna pay dividends, and he's going to make a lot of plays on Sundays. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, right, absolutely. Every team has a certain prototype of player that they are, are looking for. And my, my last guest that I had on, uh, Mike Dettelier, a local draft analyst, he, he said that the Saints really honed in on intelligent, instinctive, players that for the most part had a clean bill of health. Uh, obviously Peyton Turner missed a few games with a, mm-hmm. a hand injury. I think it was um, and a knee injury, but um, for the most part, we think that's that obviously that didn't bother the saints too, too much. And I just love what you said about his best football is far from him. That is just so encouraging to hear. And we certainly hope for that uh, as he prepares to come to new Orleans. So let's get into our final segment, Jeremy, the random round, just some quick questions, quick answers to close out the pod. We're going to do it a little differently than we usually do it, customize it to each new Saints player that we're highlighting in these upcoming episodes. So first question, Jeremy, tell us about your most memorable moment covering Peyton Turner.
1: You know, it was the sack that I was telling you about earlier. Whenever he was to bur- he was able to burst by the offensive lineman. A, a very mm-hmm. shifty quarterback. I forget who it was, but he, he he put his best move on, and it was a good move. And I mean, Peyton Turner didn't didn't you know didn't get juked at all, didn't get deeped at all. Uh, he sniffed it out, and just I mean, one of the more impressive sacks uh, that Peyton Turner had this season.
0: Awesome. Well, we're hoping for many, many of those uh, <laughs> in, a, in a Saints uniform. Definitely. What is one thing? that you could pinpoint he might need to improve upon before the season starts?
1: Probably his ability to, maybe his first step You know, because, you know, playing in the NFL and playing in college are so much different. And if you're going to get to the quarterback in the NFL, you have to have a very good first step. And that's not always just burst off the line or burst off the snap. It's, you know, which way do you go based on which way the offensive lineman is going to block you? You know, so kind of anticipating that first step, which is going to come from experience more than anything else. Um, but, you know, making that transition, I think is the biggest thing from a, from what I think is going to be a four, three in, you know, Mm -hmm. to get to the quarterback is you have to know where that first step is going to be. You have to get there quick. You got to beat the offensive lineman. So uh, that's going to be the area that, you know, I think will be very important for, for Peyton.
0: All right. That first step. And what is a little known fact about the university of Houston?
1: Little known fact about the University <laughs> of Houston. See, that's an interesting question for me because I feel like I know everything about the University of Houston. Let's see, I have to think about this for a second.
0: No problem. Yeah. Balance.
1: I think one of the um, I think one of the recent ones that that maybe people don't know is U of H is the uh, one, I forget the number of schools, but they're one of like six schools that have won a New Year's six bowl game and have went to the final four in the last thing is five, six years. So that's kind of little known, right? Like we know it because we're Houston and we brag about it, but nationally, I don't know if many people know that.
0: That definitely qualifies. I love that. I think it's six years.
1: I think it's like eight schools, I think it's eight. I think it's eight. You have to fact check me on this. Mm -hmm. And it's the last six years because they won the 2015 Peach Bowl. And then they went to the final four this year. So I think it's one of like seven or eight schools that have went to the final four and have won a New Year's six bowl game in the last six years.
0: That is awesome. I love that. And (laughs) okay, finally, tell us your final message for Peyton Turner as his NFL career begins.
1: I wish Peyton Turner the best of luck. And I know that you kind of make your own luck and Peyton Turner, somebody who's worked incredibly hard that has went through lots of different coaches while he's a U of H went through several different defenses. Um, Could have been very easy for somebody like Peyton Turner to maybe not work as hard, uh, you know, because it was tough. It was tough. You know, you had some dog days, you know, Houston football these last few years haven't won as many games as, uh, they would have liked um the the depth uh, of this team is not quite where it needs to be yet and Dana Holgerson is doing a good job of building that up year by year and one of the the guys you know leading uh, that surge back to to bringing that depth to Houston was Peyton Turner and he was a player that Dana Holgerson inherited which is always kind of interesting how inherited players are going to play under a new head coach and Peyton Turner shined, uh, with a new head coach and a new staff. So I'm really excited to see him go to new Orleans. Um, I've always been fond of the saints. I've always watched them closely because I've always seemed to have had drew Brees on my fantasy football team. So I've watched the saints pretty closely. Now yeah. I'll watch the other side of the football a little bit more closely definitely uh, with Peyton on the defensive end. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I'm really excited to see what Peyton Turner can do uh, in the NFL. And I think he's going to be a huge factor. Uh, You know, the saints, I know a lot of people are saying they reached for Peyton Turner in the first round. And again, I go back to they reached because they mock drafts weren't having him in the first round. But uh, I think the saints got a heck of a player. And I think Peyton Turner ended up at a heck of a spot.
0: Hey, players still have to go out and prove themselves in in the NFL. There there's no doubt about that, but Hearing everything that the, that you've had to say, obviously going through a coaching change is not easy. And he's had to he's had to do that. And that shows some talent and resilience. And we can't wait to see him here in New Orleans uh, as a saint on the defensive line, rushing these quarterbacks. Mm. The NFC South is uh a challenging division. It wasn't always, it wasn't always, we know that for sure, but it is certainly a cream of the crop now. So before we sign off, Jeremy, where can listeners connect more with you online?
1: Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm not the most active Twitter person. I'm kind of old school when it comes to that. Yeah. If you, you can put old school and Twitter in the same conversation, <laughs> but at Jeremy Branham, uh, and if you ever ride through Houston, uh, we're an iHeartRadio station, our flagships and on all the uh, iHeartRadio stations. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Check us out. Uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Well, we can't, again, we can't wait to see Peyton Turner in black and gold on the saints defense and Jeremy, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Well, when Peyton Turner starts playing really well, you're gonna to have to return the favor and come on our Cougs Corner podcast, which is on our our athletic uh, website.
0: Uh, yes, I would I would love that. <laughs> I listened to some of your episodes before before we uh, did this show, and I was like, I know I'm getting a good guest. So again, I would love that so much. Open invitation, <laughs> Jeremy. Yes, definitely.
1: All right, thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Black and Gold Rush. Make sure to subscribe on the podcast app of your choice and leave a rating and review. Also, I'd love to connect more. Come say hey on Twitter or Instagram at RachelW504 and let me know what you thought of this episode. For show notes and more, head over to my website at rachelwjones.me. Until next time, woo